This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. BECK and his patent student. Welcome to it. Uh, things are kind of fun. I always, I, I always like it when you go out and uh, talk to supporters of Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton. You find out just how stupid they are. It's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, at the same time, it's soul crushing because <laughs> these are the people who are voting them into office. You know, the um, uh, interesting part about that is that uh, their vote cancels out your vote. Yeah, that's the great thing. That's <laughs> the great thing. Uh, so oh, I love when I think about that. Congratulations yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayla Bonham informed several Hillary supporters of her uh, wage gap blender in her se- Senate office, and uh, here's what happened. Is Hillary Clinton a champion for equal pay for, for women? Absolutely. Hillary Clinton is um, doing a great job fighting for uh, what should have happened a long time ago, and I'm glad that it's happening now. Equal pay? Yes. As senator, Hillary Clinton paid women 72 cents for each dollar that she paid men. <laughs> really? Wait, she really did that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Like, why would, why would, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm stuck. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> that's terrible. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I guess that's, that's reprehensible. It really, it really would, uh. Yeah. If she's for equal pay, uh-huh. then why did she do that? Right. That's a double standard, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. Because she's evil. So what do you think that says about Hillary Clinton? She sucks. She needs to... Mm. Um, to... I'm, I'm not sure I'd vote for her for that. Yeah, oh, they'll still vote for her. They'll still vote for her. That's the, that is the bottom line issue here, is each and every one of these idiots will still vote for her. Yeah. I, and, I, can, I can guarantee it. To me, I, and I think that may be the saddest thing uh, mm. of watching this video, uh, I, but let me go another way and test out another theory here. I think the saddest part about this is that their reaction is to say, think that she's a bad person. Because in reality, mm-hmm. her, their reaction should be, wait a minute, what the hell is wrong with that statistic in the first place? Mm-hmm. 
The, the, the thing about this, which is a weird thing to comprehend. However, it is the correct response when you're told all the time women make 78 right. cents on the dollar. Absolutely. And Hillary only pays 72. Right. And that's where she's a horrible person. It's the person. correct response. The point where she's lying is not on the fact that she's paying women 72 cents a dollar on the dollar. It's that she's acting as if it's a big deal to pay women less because uh, the statistic is bullcrap. Because she manipulates the statistic to get votes. Yeah. Then she does what every other business does, which is which tries to hire the best people for particular jobs. Mm-hmm. And she pays them what they are worth. The statistic is meaningless because you're just taking people at different levels of experience and uh, uh, of job performance and of uh, education and everything else and combining them and just dividing them by the amount of people. It's a the dumbest it thing in the work. world. It means nothing. Yeah. But these people are so like mindless on the stat that instead of turning on the stat, they turn on her. Yeah, which they, is awesome to me. They should turn on well, both of them. Yes, they should. They should. But they're I mean, like, it, they, ah, they're not so capable of critical thinking. Too many voters just are not capable of any sort of reasoning and logic and critical thinking. They yeah. can't do it. They just can't do it. And they can't go, well, okay, if it's that bad, huh, I wonder if this statistic is kind of meaningless. Maybe I should look into it. But they've been so conditioned. <laughs> They, they've been so beaten down with this yeah. stuff that they don't even and this they is, don't even consider that possibility. It's certainly uh, largely Hillary Clinton's fault, or uh, particularly here, because yeah. a they don't trust her enough to think. Wait a minute, if she's doing that, there must be something wrong with that stat. Mm-hmm. Because I like her and I want to vote for her, so I uh, there must be something else that's going on here. They don't get to that point; they just assume immediately that she's lied to them. And by the way, <laughs> which is not a horrible assumption, by the way. No, it's not. Uh, uh, but the other huge champion of this equal pay for equal uh, work person is uh, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. who is also guilty of the same thing. Eighty-seven cents on the dollar to the women on his first of all on his campaigns, and now at the White House, he's still only paying eighty-seven cents on the dollar. Well, okay, if this is a real stat, fix it. Right. And and it was interesting because even when they were doing the war on women uh, during the 2012 campaign and it came out that uh, Obama's staff was making 87 cents on the dollar and Mitt Romney's staff, his women were making a dollar six on the dollar. (laughs) I mean, it still didn't stick. No. So you can you can even inform people. Of course, they don't listen. I I guess. I I don't know. I, I don't know how many Americans actually know that figure. Uh, the, the, I don't uh, even know if I knew the Romney one. I remember yeah, it being better than six. Obama's, but I didn't know it was over a dollar. Dollar six. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And, you know, again, like, remember their excuse, Jay Carney at the time, said, look, you know, we're doing better than the national average. It's only 78. We're doing better. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Your, your point is that it's essentially sexist that it's less. Mm-hmm. Not that it's that much less. You're saying that it's sexist that it's less. So you're slightly less sexist than all the corporations that you say are horrible. And Hillary Clinton, by the way, would be slightly more sexist against women. Doesn't it show you that if a woman is paying women less than 78 cents on the dollar, that it's not a stat based on sexism? Is she sexist against women? Is that the case we're supposed to sit here and freaking eat? We're supposed to sit here and chew that one down our gullets? That's what we're supposed to believe? I mean, it's so dumb. (laughs) <laughs> it's it, impossible to believe that a country that can elect people who say it can t- continue to exist. It's just like, shut mm-hmm. the stupid thing down if you're going to have voters that are that dumb. Don't even tempt me.
Because I will. <laughs> just just shut it. We're just, just going to pull the plug. I'll just shut America down. Look, I we will. give half to Canada. <laughs> we give half to Mexico. Maybe we give yeah. like North Carolina to yeah. Bermuda, so they have a nice like uh, you know uh, continental sort of location where they can go. Right. Give maybe Miami to Cuba. We'll just mm-hmm. divide the thing up, and, and we'll call it a day. We'll call. We'll, I'll we'll, turn it off. We will turn care. this country around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, meanwhile, Hillary hasn't answered a question from the media. In 20 days. Just the scoring at home. Just uh, the 20 20 days. Mm -hmm. 20 days. She's busy. 21 days ago she answered a question. Yeah. Get off her back. That was only three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How many questions do you want answered? Like every day? Multiple questions a day? Is that what you want? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Grow up. Okay. In uh, 29 days, including April 12th, the day she announced, and today, Clinton has taken a total of eight questions eight Mm. questions from the press that breaks out to roughly one question every 3.6 days of late she's taken any even fewer than that as we said it's been 20 days uh since she has uh taken a question carly fiorina one of the many uh newly minted republicans running for president is doing everything she can to shine a light on clinton's uh closed mouth approach with the press hillary's kind of smart in this because she's trying to stay out of the fray and i I don't blame her because she sucks as a candidate and she, I think she, she might even know that if she starts talking, people will start hating. <laughs> Weird is that to admit to yourself? I don't know. Yeah. But she may know, and that's why she's staying back. But I don't know how you win the presidency doing that. I, I think, you know, I could be wrong on this, and I think this may be their calculation. And I, but I think it might be the right one, which is. <laughs> Until somebody else gets in and is challenging her seriously, Bernie yeah, Sanders is not she? serious. Why bother? Yeah. What positive does it do? I mean, she's going to sit here and, uh, you know, take constant arrows from the media or at least from conservative media. And some of that stuff will stick to her. Uh, she's going to have to deal with all that stuff constantly. She will unquestionably step in gaff after gaff after gaff after gaff. So why bother? Why not wait? Why not wait? Just sit yeah. there and collect money. It's kind of what Jeb Bush is doing right now. The only one who takes Bernie Sanders seriously is Bernie Sanders. He keeps saying that, oh, yeah, I can beat Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. You're like 140 points behind her. Mm-hmm. You're actually, she's at 50. You're at negative 100. Yes. Uh. <laughs> there's, there's actually people who say they wouldn't vote for you if you're the last man on earth, <laughs> which counts as points against you. Yeah. So I'm one of those people, by the yeah, way. I too. would not vote for him, no. even if he was the last person on earth. I'm not a big socialist fan. Oh, really? This whole socialism thing, was, you know, it was kind of ruined for me by the Nazis. Uh, even, if you were the last, you know, even if you were the last guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what about the Volkswagen? Uh, the Volkswagen's okay. You know, yeah. I mean, it's much better now that it's you know, controlled what about by the, capitalism. What the Autobahn? Yeah, well, that was, that's pretty good. It's a good road. Yeah. It's a good road. Yeah. It's a good, okay. good yeah. stinking let's, let's good road. Let's hear you disparage socialism you some more. What about, what about Sweden? What about Norway? What about Finland? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I what about Denmark? Uh, I, huh? I think we should Look all. how good. Those are people, happy people. They're wealthy people. They're uh, healthy people. They're healthy people. You do, wait, you just, didn't you just say that? They're oh. educated people. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't have to pay for their education. <laughs> and they have the feature that Bernie Sanders really loves. They're all white. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
They're all white people, too, except for a few that they let trickle in from Africa and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. A few uh, thousand, by yeah. the way, for the entire country. Yeah, I mean, what is it, 16,000 Somalis in the entire <laughs> nation is the <laughs> highest minority group? I think my son met them all when he was in really? Finland, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they, uh, they have a whopping, wasn't it, 16,000, literally? I think it was 16,000 from Somalia in particular, which was the highest group outside of boring white people. That's right. Look at all the diversity Bernie Sanders wants in our nation. Once he's comparing himself and trying to emulate an entirely white nation, surely that one wouldn't make it by the media uh, if, uh, I don't know, Ted Cruz Cruz. said it or or Scott Walker said it. I would love to see the spin on that. Uh, But no, every Democratic candidate in the world can sit here and praise all white countries. Like, mm-hmm. they're the greatest things on earth, and nobody picks up on that at all. <laughs> kind of amazing. I, I, you know, obviously, I don't think that's why Bernie Sanders likes Norway or Sweden, but the, this is exactly what the media would do if, if a Republican said something like that. Oh, there's no question about it. No question. They'd, they'd berate them for, uh, I, I, that would be a campaign issue like Romney's 47% thing. Yeah. It'd, it'd be the whole time. It'd be nonstop. Oh, and he only likes countries with white people in it. Finland's 98% white. <laughs> yeah, 98%. Again. Yeah. Again, we, we do, this happened to Glenn uh, when he tried to put a show in a, a city outside of Cleveland. We kind of mentioned the story a couple times recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, put this, wanted to do an event, uh, a July 4th event, a good old-fashioned July 4th Norman Rockwell event. So they picked so a city. For an all-American yeah, city. That was on the water, that was beautiful, had a nice park. It was easy. Mm-hmm. You know, all, you know, additional things behind the scenes that we could get per permits for it. We could do those things. We were able to get that stuff done. It was in a, uh, a suburb of one of our biggest markets uh, at the time was Cleveland. Uh, and uh, so we went for it. And as soon as we got it, there was a huge column written in the Plain Dealer about how the only reason we picked it is because it was mostly white people. So stupid. Uh, I, I mean, mean uh, it, was, it, would be, it would be the same reason we would pick in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, a, a, a suburb like, uh, you know, South Lake or Frisco or McKinney. Because they have a certain look to them, and they've got an all-Americana kind of thing, and they mm-hmm. look nice, and they're not run down. I mean, you don't want a run-down area. Right. It was, right? It was a, you want a, looking a nice for a picturesque place. sort yes. of thing. For- yes. It's, and you, you're not thinking, well, you're going there because uh, Frisco's all white. You don't look at the demographics of the city before we no. cares were, about that. We learned about the demographics of the city from the column accusing us for ch- of choosing the city for its demographics. Yeah, it's I had like lived absolute, there at the time. You probably no. lived in either Philadelphia. We lived or New in York. Philadelphia. We had absolutely no, no idea. idea what this town was. We just yeah. saw pictures of it. We literally called the station and said, "Hey, look, is there any cool cities that have like that nice sort of, uh, you know, uh, you know, old timey sort of Norman Rockwell look?" Mm-hmm. And and they said, well, this is a really nice one. There's a park right by the water. It's really nice. Uh, you guys should check that one out. They, we saw some pictures of it online. That was Liked it. it. Liked it. It looked nice. We're like, that's perfect. And then you heard it was 98% white. You and thought, that's yep, like, lock there it in. There we go. Yes, white people. <laughs> we don't want any minorities there. It's such a joke. <laughs> but, I mean, this really happens when you're a conservative. It does. Uh, yeah, it you, does. You think MSNBC- but it does not happen, on the other hand. To a Bernie Sanders. Yeah. It does not happen. Wouldn't it be incredibly awesome to see Al Sharpton have Bernie Sanders on and just grill him oh. over why he picked a white country? to, to Three to, of them. Three, yeah. yeah, he said Scandinavia, right, was yeah. what he said. Yeah. Um, so why would he do that? Uh, he would do that uh, 
if he was a Republican because he's racist. We know that. So why did Bernie Sanders do it? And when he gives you the excuse, it's about policy, give them the same fight back you gave us when we said the reason we don't like Barack Obama is about policy. Say, well, if you're using code words and, and give him all that crap, I would love to see it. It would be fun to would. see, as you've always said, uh, to see liberals eat their young. Uh, it's <laughs> it all, would, it would be really fun. It's never going to happen. No, but it'd of course be not. Mm. 888 back. More patents to it coming up. Oh, good. I like that show. Yeah, it's a great it's show. It's really good. A lot of people have called it the greatest show ever. That, that other guy's not on the uh, What other guy? What? Oh, that big fat, that overweight. Yeah, the one who's uh, yeah. overweight. Yeah, because doctors recommend weights for people. And he's over. Does, over he, those does he see those women? He does. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip. Broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high-quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the Internet. This means crystal clear sound and cheaper phone bills. Broadvoice has been ranked in the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 and Inc. 500 as one of the fastest growing private companies in America. Get Broadvoice right now for only $8.95 a month. Keep your existing phone number for free and Broadvoice will send you their easy plug-in adapter free. All this and you get unlimited local calling for just $8.95 a month. Plus, for a limited time, Broadvoice will even give you your first month free. Do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at broadvoice.com or call 888 332 888-332-8036. 888-332-8036. 888-332-8036. Uh, some people apparently appreciated my efforts in Baltimore, which calmed the city, of course. It's pretty amazing. It, I mean, you know, it is. I, I posted uh, this. It's on my Facebook page now. Uh, Pat's message to Baltimore. Uh, I wrote, uh, did the Baltimore riots just mysteriously end? That's what you would think by watching the horrible reporting in the media. No news outlet has the gut to, guts to tell you what really happened. But after Ray Lewis failed to calm the storm, Pat Gray stepped in and turned a vicious <laughs> firestorm into an oasis of serenity. <laughs> <laughs> with one nation-changing video. Put. Thank you. It's uh, <laughs> so it's up there. Uh, you can go to stewfacebook.com and look at it. Um, but uh, a lot of comments coming in. Um, and if you saw Pat's video, you, you really, I think, captured the essence of the city when he mm. told people to go home. Go home and listen to Journey. Journey or Sticks, Sticks or Air Supply. Air Supply. So a lot of people, <laughs> uh, a lot of people uh, commenting uh, they like it more than leakages. Uh, which is a which is quite high oh, praise wow. on this yeah, program. A, yeah. um, let's see. Then you've got. Uh, I'm not even in Baltimore, and I feel soothed, <laughs> which is great. Uh, it's impossible to listen to Journey or Sticks and then go riot. That's, that's a say. true fact. It is true. It's a true fact. Um, right now, the rioters are at home listening to Sticks records and not rioting. <laughs> My see? favorite is uh, Wow. I mean. What a, I can't even, see, it's just, mm -hmm. Words. whoa, <laughs> you said it. <laughs> um, let's see, then you've got, uh, uh, go home and play some Journey, some quotes. Uh, there was another one, too, uh, mm -hmm. which I loved, which someone said, uh, 
<laughs> listening to sticks and not rioting. Right. Someone where I can't find the Sums one comment. It was just like, I, I just fell out of my chair laughing when he said, go home, young people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't know why don't, they don't come to you more often. That's what right? I'm concerned about. Right. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. You weren't on uh, the I mean, air in There's only in so many cities where I'm a, a, you know, a radio legend. But this, this, uh, this crosses those lines, I but think. But it does. I think it does. I think you're right. <laughs> spit, I think you're right. Spit my coffee up on that one. Stop it. Young people, <laughs> you gotta go watch it. It's uh, on my Facebook page, and maybe we can post it at the Patents Do Facebook page as well. Uh, it's just, it's a classic. And you know, when you talk about a major U.S. story being solved by a television personality, you'd think you that would be a big some, story. Yeah, but and no. apparently no, because apparently uh, no. you know they want to give credit to I don't know Al Sharpton or something. But you were the one there. You were the one on the ground, or at least recording videos from the safety of thousands of miles away. And, right. And but I was them. on the ground when I did it. I wasn't in the air. Well, your, your feet I were probably actually on the ground. technically oh, in the air. Oh, they technically were probably were on they the chair. They probably were on the chair. My, yeah. I, was, I was on the chair <laughs> at the time. But, yeah, you're, so you're right. Uh, all right. NFL has suspended uh, Tom Brady for four games now. Four massive games. Now, I, this is so typical because they come out with all these reports. He could be suspended for a year. It would be the most incredible suspension ever done. An yes. entire year. Maybe a lifetime. Maybe we'll put him in jail. <laughs> Four games for deflate. And he gets to, he gets to and he's uh, obviously appeal, gonna that. appeal yeah. that. Now, Jeffy's theory is that the appeal will be successful and he won't do it. Oh, my gosh. They're going to let Tom go away for four games. Well, NFL, no way. Well, so you think zero games, or you no, think, or you think they'll cut it to two? Tops. See, the thing is, I think they'll cut it to two. You've got you've got two things going on here. One is the first game of the year, Tom Brady on a Thursday night, the launch of the season. They don't want Jimmy right. Garoppolo as quarterback, oh so gosh. I understand that uh, they want Tom Brady in that game. Uh, so I can understand it going to zero games. However, if it stays to four, at least the, the what I read was that <clears> after the fourth game, their fifth game is against Indianapolis. So oh. he'd come back for his first game oh. back at a primetime oh, Sunday pretty, night wow. game that's against a, Indianapolis. That's pretty big. That's so perfect. That's pretty big. Four. Yeah, they might yeah, leave yeah, it at four. For you, right. That probably uh, was although, the plan. Yeah, I will probably. say, right. that's a good can the point. Patriots not do better for a backup quarterback than Janine Garofalo? Uh, I just I don't, don't think she's an NFL-caliber quarterback. I she's don't, had a couple good series I, on TV I, every now and then. It's not bad. How many passes is she thrown in her career? None. 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 It's a big risk. I'll give you that. Big but, risk. Uh, why did they? Why did they sign? She Joe was funny off. one time in 1995. She was funny once in, in 1995. It, yeah, in 19. It was, I think, 1995. Yeah, it definitely was not anywhere after 1995. Was that Cats and Dogs movie where she actually had one funny line? Um, yeah, it was. I wouldn't go that far. She did with uh, uh, who was it? Was it Uma Thurman and Janine Garofalo? Before she Quite started playing quarterback, a uh, backup quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> uh, by um, the way, can we just do a quick reminder of how Janine Garofalo was supposed to be the person who overtook conservative talk radio and was the oh, big liberal yeah. talk radio star and oh, went yeah. through that whole thing and then the show started and then mm. it failed and then now she's invisible yet again. Yet another person who's gone down this road and is completely invisible oh yet God. again. Yeah. thought we'd point that out. Over and over and over. Over and over and over. Uh, also, uh, wait, wait, real quick though, I will say that. I, I, are you saying that the the penalty for Deflategate was not 
significant or not severe? I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's because the buildup <clears throat> was such that, oh, this could be the most yeah. serious thing ever given to a major superstar, and then it's four games. Yeah. I mean, to Tom, but the team got hit, too. The, yeah, I will say that the, the first-round first pick and a fourth-round pick. And a million. And a million dollars, plus Brady get, loses four games and gets uh, docked $2 million of salary as well. Yeah. Uh, plus the two guys who are the right. equipment people are suspended indefinitely. Oh, I didn't know about the – he gets no pay for those four games? No, yes, but it's suspended without pay. Okay. I mean, so I, I'm not saying yeah, it's it's a huge – but, I mean, a first-round pick. Remember, like, you know, yeah, that's, you, big. that's a big deal. A first-round and a fourth-round. What's uh, it going to so. take to get the Patriots to stop cheating? I mean, seriously. I think it's just their culture, honestly. What's it going to take? I don't think you're stopping <laughs> yeah. it. I, you don't think this will stop it even? No, I mean, I... For, I They'll mean, find another way. Multiple... They'll find another way to you know, cheat. Lots of people around the league. And again, you know, you know, some people will sling arrows at, at a team that, you know, they... That's they, been on top they, for a while. been on top for a while. I get that. But most people tend to seem to believe that, okay, they walk these lines all the time. They just don't get caught. Mm. And that's why these punishments are coming down as strong. You know, if this was the first, you know, time this happened, people are comparing this. Well, Aaron Rodgers once said he likes the balls overinflated. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a history of trying to rip off teams from the Super Bowl. Like, this is, part of this deal was they didn't cooperate with the investigation. They've been caught cheating already before. That's the reason why the punishment is as significant as it is. I mean, losing two draft picks is a pretty significant thing. The Brady thing, to me, is... Is less of a big deal. He'll come back after four games. They'll probably be two and two, and he they will make the playoffs again and win the division. And he'll be probably more rested than normal. It actually <laughs> probably will help them in the end. Yeah, no kidding. You know, I would and not be surprised. Fourteen and two and yeah. win the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, uh, that's what I expect. Um, but uh, you know, you know, losing draft picks is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it is. You know, I mean, people it trade. Is. You know, uh, you know, you. you you know, ever since Jimmy Johnson, the draft pick has been incredibly high value. Uh, so I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, that's a it's, a it's a decent punishment. But this is the second time they've lost a big draft pick. They right. lost one well, with Spygate as well. Right. Uh, it's pretty embarrassing as a franchise. And, you know, they're going to try to fight this. And they're going to appeal it. And, and I guess, you know, they're saying the Robert Kraft uh, Goodell uh, relationship is dead. Like oh, really? This. Yeah, like it's killed. They had a really good relationship that. leading into this, and it's dead. I understand. I mean, look, I, I can understand being pissed off, but I don't see how you don't look at this and say, I understand it. Well, you understand, a, you know, at least a four-game suspension seems incredibly understandable uh, in this circumstance. You know, but, uh, you know, I guess it's, it's, it's football and... You know, what's going to happen? They're going to come back. He's going to keep playing. They're going to probably win the division again. They'll probably be the favorites to go back to the Super Bowl again. Yeah. Uh, regardless of the yeah. suspension. And, you know, it probably will get – I would not be surprised at all to get it, see it knocked down to two games or something. I, I was happy, though, to see uh, Senator Harry Reid, the worst person living today. Uh, I was happy to see him cut right to the heart of the matter. Um, let's forget about how much air is in the footballs, Okay. His, his quote is, I find it stunning that the National Football League is more concerned about how much air is in a football than with the racist franchise name that denigrates Native Americans across the country. Thank you, Harry. Thank you for cutting well, That's one of the Thank dumbest you. things that's ever been said. He's the worst. I mean, think about how Gosh, stupid that is. They, why would they be more concerned mm. with the integrity the of their sport? the douche Hall of Fame. Is he? That's right. He yeah. is. Yes, he is. That's why. I mean, of course, they're more—they're always more concerned with the integrity of the actual sport being played. 
It's like you know, if a well, ba- like a bank, yeah. you know, like if, if someone who works deal. at a bank does something off the field that is bad, or they have a, a name that somebody doesn't like in the Senate, that's going to be less of a concern than if people are running their accounting books correctly. Uh, you know, that is because mm-hmm. it's a fundamental issue that if people don't think you're running your accounting books correctly at a bank, no one's going to deposit money in your bank and your business is over. That's the same thing with this. Like if people think pe- teams are cheating all the time, then no one's going to care about the sport and it's going to go away. It's the most important thing that they have to deal with. That doesn't mean that it's more important than, let's say, domestic violence, for example, when they suspended Ray Rice for only a couple of games initially. They've turned that one around quite a bit uh, at this point, as Rice is not in the league. Uh, uh, Hardy, who w- was initially convicted but then overturned on appeal, got, is getting 25 games uh, of suspension because of his incident, with, and no one really knows what happened there. No, but those are real issues. The, the Redskins right. name, not a real issue. Not a real issue. But, I mean, it's not an issue. I, even if it is, even if, let's say some people consider it offensive. Okay, well, don't go to the games. Don't watch a, don't watch a Redskins game. Don't, don't listen to a sportscast where they're talking about the Redskins. Big deal. You t- turn the channel. So what? I mean, even if it is offensive... Mm-hmm. Ignore it. Yeah. So what? Well, this is, we use There's this example. There's a lot of things that offend me, and I, yeah. I just try to avoid them. Yeah, we used this example yesterday when talking about politicians, <laughs> would they have a chance to win? You know, we talked about how amazing it was that people overlooked the fact that, you know, Barack Hussein Obama was the guy mm-hmm. running. And, you know, from a, from a surface perspective, you would think, you know, oh, well, these evil conservatives, they're not going to go with a guy. Hussein is one of our enemies. Osama bin Laden is one of our enemies. We're not going to bring Barack Hussein Obama in the presidency, but we did. And it's the same thing that, like, it, but if it was, if it, well, your name was Billy Hitler, you're probably not getting elected at this point. And the same thing goes for, uh, you know, an NFL team. If they were called the Washington Hitlers, at this point, the name would change because people actually do find it offensive. Your issue here, Harry, is people don't agree with you. They don't find it offensive. They don't think it's racist. Even the people who are supposedly targeted by the name don't find it offensive. And that's why you look like an idiot. The people who are leading the charge against the racism of this name started a casino f- themed after a guy who wanted to commit genocide on Native Americans. They have no credibility. They all want money and power, and it's pretty clear that, uh, you know, this is the same story. And, you know, Harry Reid wants to be in the papers, and he wants to get his, uh, you know, his attention from the media. But, I mean, it's a pathetically ridiculous point. Yeah, uh, he's just an awful human being. Yeah, and then is. we find out from the NFL, too, another, uh, another NFL story today, that uh, the Department of Defense paid NFL teams more than $5 million over four years. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, the reunions, <clears throat> uh, the soldier reunions, <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. the guys running on the field and everything, those were all paid endorsements. That's unbelievable. Is that, that true? I, that's such that's an amazing... I actually saw that headline, and I didn't get a chance to read it because I, I was in the car when I, uh, when I, when I was getting so out of the car. Five million like dollars? Over four years. So, I mean, it, that's really, I guess, not that much money. That's a lot for just having a family run out and see their dad. Like, uh, is it true? That's like, not something you can say, hey, this would be really cool. Why don't you just come and do it? Are right. you, uh, the, the NFL the, really needed $5 million from the U.S. military to My do guess that. is no, and that's why it feels like when I read it, you know, read pathetic. the headline, I was like, is this just part <clears throat> of a package? Like, so, like, they buy $5 million of advertising, and part of that is. Okay. Part of the marketing deal. Part of the marketing deal. So that they're buying this advertising anyway, and they're like, well, you know, what about if we have a bunch of guys, you know, do reunions on the field? They're like, sure, we could put that as part of the, you know, halftime are, entertainment or whatever. So are you saying it's a standalone deal? Well, it says here that uh, 
Uh, the Department of Defense and the Jersey Guard, this is the Jets, it's separate from the Jets, because the report was from uh, uh, NJ.com, uh, that revealed that such salutes were the product of marketing contracts bought with taxpayer money, so that the, um, the mm. moment, uh, though perhaps reductive and... Uh, Hmm. Memories of friends lost, a family member service brought to you by, it was all, it's just a promotion. Yes, That's it's probably saying. part of a larger package. However, this does bring up my uh, constitutional amendment yet again. <laughs> yes. That there's yes, no freaking yes. reason for None. any exactly government source to spend our money to advertise their products to us. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Why anyone thinks this is a legitimate like thing, that we just accept it. We're just like, oh, yeah, I guess it's okay for them to take our money and then put commercials on TV for the government products so that we hopefully use them or participate in them. No excuse for it. No excuse for it. It's the most ridiculous thing. Nobody would accept that. No. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. well, uh, you know, they're going to, by force, take your money and give it to McDonald's to run ads so you buy McDonald's food. Like, right. no. Nobody would accept that. Uh, people do accept um, us. Accepting ads from sponsors. Wait, so oh, they, yeah. They definitely love that. People uh, love our that. Our children can eat. That's, People are like, oh, my so gosh, run some more commercials. That's right now, and then we'll come back and talk some more about other things. Uh, that's good. But see, the difference is our children need to eat. Yeah, and you, as you can tell, we don't, get up, we don't have a lot of food no, in the house. And we, yeah. This isn't for us. It's just for our children. Right. Well, we, I mean, we'll, we'll obviously. So I have 38 children under four years old. You do? 30 back is the number. Jeb Bush is out uh, running his mouth a little bit. Uh, and trying to defend uh, his maybe his weakest point in the um, uh, sort of run-up to the presidential election and the nomination of the GOP, uh, Common Core. We've been critical of him on it. Uh, he is terrible on the issue, mm -hmm. fair to say. He's uh, terrible on that and so many other issues. So many others, but this is probably the, the, the thing I that mean, he's having the biggest trouble it, with. It might be the heart and soul of what is irritating conservatives. Yep. This and immigration, I think, are, the, mm -hmm. are is probably two weakest points. But this is a big one because isn't he starting to vacillate a little bit on it? Well, last time we heard he was saying, Look, I don't agree with the big portions of it. Uh, all the parts that right. you don't like, I don't like. Yeah. Uh, which is <laughs> he's, his fallback. Let's see if he's continuing that uh, fallback uh, to oppose now Common Core after he's been the, one of the biggest supporters in the America no. for it. I mean, he, especially on the conservative side, one of the biggest guys supporting it the entire time. Here he is talking to Megyn Kelly. Now, those who know Common Core, according to the polls, really dislike it. The latest uh, Gallup poll put it at 58% of GOP parents have a very negative view of it. Only 19% favor it. They say <laughs> it makes no sense. It forces teaching to the test. They say kids are in tears over it. Are, are they wrong? Common Core means a lot of things to different people. So they could be right uh, based on what they're, what's in front of them. Uh, I respect people having a view, but the simple fact is we need higher standards. They need to be state-driven. The federal government should play no role in this, either in the creation of standards, content, or curriculum. That's what I believe. And if we don't have high standards and assess to them faithfully, we get what we have today, which is about a third of our kids being college and or career ready. 
And by the way, we spend more per student than any country in the world other than two or three countries. That sounds good. Like no. higher standards sounds yeah. good. But what other they seem no to be complaining countries. about is that in practice, <laughs> it's irritating. The kids don't like it's it, the parents don't like it, and the teachers don't like no, it. But a, a lot of things are being, a, a social studies is being ascribed to common core state standards. And that's, that's not right. No, it's reading and math. Right. Oh, man. Okay, there's, first of all, we spend more per student than any other country including no other countries <laughs> than almost any other country than, than not almost any other country than yeah. except for a couple other except for no other countries <laughs> there is no country that spends even close to what we i think sweden spends like fifteen hundred dollars less per student than we do and they they come in a, a fairly distant second to us i mean we spend more and and the thing is the outrageous thing is and and no liberal will ever admit this no progressive will ever admit this we spend the highest amount in the worst school districts in the worst cities in the worst places where education uh is in the worst shape places like baltimore new york city DC. washington dc mm -hmm. which is always one, top right? three yeah. and and so, usually number one it's between uh dc new york uh baltimore and alaska and Alaska spends all that money because they, they have all that oil money anyway, and they pour some of it into education. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, the money is not helping anything. And I, I think he's got that part of it right. But um, I, don't, I don't understand how he could have <clears throat> ever been for Common Core when he has that point of view. That on the federal government shouldn't have anything to do with it. Then what the hell are you doing? Why are you pushing this? Why are you pushing the Common Core thing, which was developed by... Uh, the governors and a bunch of educrats that got together and developed this federal program that was jammed down the throats of all the states. Right, and a lot of that has to do, too, with, with sort of the money part of it. Like, the, you will get money if you, uh, like, for example, you could say you have a state standard, but if your state standards don't match up with the standards that they want, uh, money doesn't flow your way. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, well, yeah. let's, let's watch. He goes uh, more. Uh, they're ball bribed. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, how, that's how they got 40 Five or 46 states on board immediately. All right. It's like, okay, if you want money, uh, you want your roads, you want your bridges, uh, you want your programs, you want federal dollars, you have to have Common Core. Well, is that not the, a federal bribe? Is that not the federal government telling you? And it's essentially what they deemed unconstitutional in the Obamacare site uh, yeah. suit, which I, I would, you know, one of the parts of that ruling I agreed with. I mean, the Medicare part of that was essentially a they used money to force these states to adopt the plan that they wanted them to adopt. And obviously, after the ruling, a lot of conservative states pulled out of that. But they, I mean, it was difficult, you know. Mm -hmm. um, here's uh, here's more with Jeb and Megan Kelly. I hear legitimate complaints about changing, which is a dramatic change as it relates to math, where you're not just memorizing a multiplication table or an addition table, but you're also uh, in the classroom, you're challenging kids to explain why you got you have to, to understand it now. Yeah, because five years from now, when you're taking algebra, all of the things that you learn, those building blocks will make it possible to take higher order math. You look at our country compared to other countries that are successful in reforming their education, we've been dumbing things down, spending more money focused on the economic interest of the adults, fighting <clears throat> over limited school choice, and the countries that are successful reward teachers, but they have high standards and they allow more options. How are you going to get right with the GOP based on this since they feel so overwhelmingly uh, against it? I'm going to tell he's people not. what I think, which is high standards are better than low standards. <laughs>
thank you. That's great. That's, That's good. Great. Boil it down to high standards are, are better, better than low standards. standards. Look, if that works on people, again, yeah. we, we don't plug the country. It we just, give part it of it to might. Mexico. Give part of it to Canada. Part of it to Bermuda, and we just call it a day. Would it surprise you, though, if that works on people? That's no. Not, I mean, not like, at all. I will not say that Bushes, you know, <clears throat> unlike uh, other Bushes, including his father and his brother, uh, Jeb's pretty well spoken on yeah, this he stuff. Is. He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't he have is. that uh, air like of uncertainty about what right. words coming out of his mouth next. <laughs> I always liked Jeb. He was always yeah. that way. Yeah. With with George W. It would have been. Well, Megan, I, I, what I'm looking for is uh, uh, I, what, what we need: an uh, education to to edu educationify uh, the kids. Uh, is uh, what we need uh, 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 educationally is. Uh, 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 Money. <laughs> Higher is better Do that than kind lower. of stuff. Uh, bigger uh, and, and, and uh, 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 more good. <laughs> <laughs> more good. I mean, although, I mean. Uh, we want to goodify our standards. Wouldn't George W. say uh, I'm for high, high standards are better than low standards? I mean, that's <laughs> yes. a very George Bush yes, line. He just delivers it much better. Yeah, he probably would. Is high standard. He probably would. But his deal was, uh, wasn't it, uh, it was no child left behind, right? Mm -hmm. Which is also hard to argue with. I, I don't know if his thing is going to be higher, higher standards are better than lower. Well, okay, that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then George W.'s was no child left behind. Well, yeah, who wants to leave children behind? Yeah, I mean, Nobody no child left to. behind is a great example of <laughs> if you believe the federal government has a giant role in education, it's actually a good program. If yeah. you're a progressive and you're Jeb Bush, no child, there's nothing wrong with No Child Left Behind. No Child Left Behind, it, it actually adds accountability to the schools. Mm -hmm. it, it says if, you're, if, you want our, if you want the money, you actually have to have some achievement in your classes and not just like have teachers who don't show up. There's good things to it, but it's just the, the federal government doesn't have a role in it. And yeah. that's the same thing with Common Core in, in some ways. Common Core, while a lot of it is really bad... There is that fundamental thing that the, you know Jeb Bush is going to argue, which is like, look, we're going to have some standards that kids have to be able to read by this grade. Well, everybody agrees with that. Everybody agrees with they have to be able to do basic math by this grade. Sure, of course we all agree on that. First of all, there's no role for the federal government, and he's going to try to act as if this is state standards, which you know we've covered that before uh, multiple times. We did an entire special uh, on that wasn't that entire special when we were I remember we were sitting up there much of it was um, yeah, but it was about on taking on these arguments uh, and we did that in movie theaters across America um, and, you know the, the thing that politicians liked about Common Core and why it got 45 46 states partially is because it sounds on the surface good Progressives like it because it's getting more government involvement in education, and conservatives like it because conservatives can say we're holding these horrible schools to some standard for once. That forever they've been running roughshod. They've been, they're not teaching our kids anything. They're barely showing up to class. We have at least some standards now. And I can, there's an argument that makes sense to people. It's just not the right level to do it. Yeah. And, uh, and, of course, there's also lots of other layers to Common Core that he's just not addressing here. Jeffy may have found the statistic that uh, Jeb was talking about, where we're uh, third or fourth in, in education spending. What, what did it say? It said secondary spending. Secondary, right? yeah. And I, yeah. And I think I found, uh, I found the study that, uh, that you were talking about as well for all the students. Yeah, but, it's for, for all education, we're second to none. But in just secondary education, I think we're fourth in spending. It uh, looks like fifth. Fifth? Yeah, Austria, Luxembourg, Norway, Switzerland okay. is, uh, spends more. But in all education spending? And then in, uh, I found a study that talks about, uh, this was from about a year and a half ago, that talks about the United States spends more than anybody else. Right. Um, 
over 15,000 on each young person in the system, more than any nation covered in the world. And what was Sweden? Was Sweden at 14,000 or 13,500 or something, does it say? Switzerland was about 14,900. Oh, wow, that is pretty close, Yeah, actually. But, yeah. But, you know, but, think about that, though. I mean, we are not a homogenous society. Switzerland no. is. Yes. We're, we're our giant freaking country with all kinds of cultures and diversity. And Switzerland has just this homogenous uh, population to deal with, and it's a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, I, we come from all kinds of different backgrounds, all kinds of, I mean, you've got inner cities to farm people. You don't have that in a place like Switzerland. You've got uh, sameness. And yeah. it's much easier to deal with sameness than it is the diversity that we have. And any salesperson who works off of commission will tell you that a lot of times, and this is the case with everybody's contracts, but a lot of times what companies will do will say, for your first X amount of sales, you'll get this percentage. And as your, that sales amount grows, we'll, start, we'll bring that percentage down a little bit because it just gets to the point where... You know, you'd be making you know as much as the entire company. You know what I mean? Like you're making mm -hmm. a lot because if you get these big sales, so they'll 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 sort of tier. They'll get up levels of like tearing down and sort of lowering your commission rate. And you know that's because obviously the numbers would get very very big. And that's sort of the idea when you have a small country like Switzerland, uh, or as opposed to a giant country like ours. Usually you would you would think that because of the scale of our country we'd actually be able to spend less per student. We'd be able to take things like, uh, you know, we're able to, uh, you know, multiply uh, our, uh, you know, all the costs that go on with education, books and, and, and lots of other things, we're able to handle those things on a larger scale. Um, you should be able to do that. It should be lower. The bigger your country, the lower per student, the larger the overall amount, but the lower per student should be the number. And in yeah. our case, it's different. But we're so inefficient in doing it so badly that it's just it's not working that way. And that's that is what the Common Core people have going for them is that most Americans understand the system's not working right now. Yep. And so they're looking for some kind of fix. And then here's people saying, well, yeah, here it is. Here's the higher standards. You want higher standards, right? And it's not it's not federal. Oh, a lot of people are going to fall for that. Yep. More patents too coming up. Back. It's Pat and Stu. There's a lot going on here, and uh, we haven't gotten to nearly all of it. Um, but something else we wanted to uh, show you is is Huckabee talking to CBS News on Sunday's program because I uh, I like what he had to say. He's he's been involved in some controversial diet products apparently, and and so uh, Schieffer asked him about that. Governor, let me ask you, Ron Fournier of uh, National Journal, who will be on this broadcast later today, writes that while you uh, are talking as a populist, a blue-collar uh, populist, uh, you have lent your name uh, for money to questionable products. And he points out that an infomercial you made for a diabetes cure is simply not supported by the medical community. How about, what about that? Well, there's going to be a lot of criticism thrown my way. Uh, one yeah, of the things like that I suck. have said is that uh, one of the things he said is the particular plan you're talking <laughs> about is about the healthy eating, uh, watching the kind of foods one takes in, 
Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I don't have to defend everything that I've ever done. I'm not doing <laughs> Do you, those you think? Uh, infomercials, obviously, ah. now as a candidate for president. That's not uh, true, but if that's actually. the worst thing somebody can say to me is that I advocated for people who it have isn't. diabetes it's not. Uh, to do something to reverse it and stop the <laughs> no, incredible pain of that, much worse. Hey, then yeah. I'm going to be uh, a heck of a good president. No, you're, you're not. We've got to do this. Really There's bad. way too much there. Well, we'll come back to it. There's another one, too. Uh, you know, we've had this kind of controversy. I, I haven't really seen much uh, controversy in it, really. I don't care that much about it because uh, I know Navy SEALs killed bin Laden. He's dead. We got him. They did what they did. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to, to see that we uh, would have maybe tried to keep Pakistan out of it for obvious reasons. We don't want uh, terrorists to attack their country because they've been helping us out. I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Pakistan helped more than we claimed. So what? So what? Uh, but the account now is uh, being called garbage by Rob O'Neill, who's the former Navy SEAL who actually shot bin Laden in the head and killed him. Uh, he said Seymour Hersh's revisionist account of what happened during the raid, like there, were, there was no shooting, there was no uh, uh, firefight, he said it was garbage. He said, when I, first sent, when I was first sent this article, I thought it was a joke. For this guy to have a few guys from Pakistan lie to him and for him to write this story is just ridiculous. It's interesting. He says, well, I'm sure that my friends who got shot at and almost took a few bullets to the face through the doors would disagree with them uh, and be insulted. He's never really risked his life for anything. All he's done is have bad sources and print garbage. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to uh, I tend to believe the Navy SEAL. I tend to as well. I mean, uh, as much as uh, you know, the Obama administration lies constantly, and we mm -hmm. will surely. I mean, there's their own story has changed multiple times. Yeah, it has. And hey, look, I don't know that we necessarily right now need to know every detail about how that went. I don't know down. if we should know. Um, and, and but I I don't like I just the. You know, gut feeling. You know, I obviously my gut tells me typically to not trust the Obama administration. But even mm -hmm. even with that being said, in my gut feeling by looking at these two stories, is it feels as if the official story is more plausible. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I, 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 it's hard to believe they got they crash landed, okay, on the wall. Uh, they weren't apparently hurt. Uh, got out of the helicopter. They go across the courtyard, into the house, up the stairs find him in the bedroom, shoot him in the head. No one ever fired a shot at the SEALs? That, come on. You've got all those terrorists holed up in this uh, compound, and nobody fights back at all? Well, I mean, the, his point seems to be that they were not held, held up in the they, compound. They were prisoners. And, uh, you know, Pakistan had, had Ob Osama imprisoned in this complex for multiple years, 
uh, which I, you know, since 2006. Yeah. I don't, it just doesn't I, I don't, strike me I don't as. It. Who knows? I mean, we're going to find this story out probably in 20 years uh, when some somebody will eventually uncover, you know, some document will be unclassified. Or when we're all in heaven together. And somebody will say, hey, what happened with that Bin Laden raid? And we'll be shown. Do you think we'll be able to find, so, like... I don't know if I'm going to be so. there, so maybe you could just tell me now. No, you no, will not be there. You will not that's be pretty, there. That's pretty much good. Oh, my God. Just tell me now. We'll be <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> we'll send you a message in hell. Oh. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> but uh, it, it's interesting, anyway. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I, is it really critical? Either way, I don't think so, but... I tend to believe Rob O'Neill. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Also, we were talking about this Huckabee thing. This answer he gave to um, to uh, Bob Schieffer about this diet product that he endorsed, and uh, Bob Schieffer was asking about uh, whether it was a cure for diabetes, and a, a wholly unsatisfactory answer from from Huckabee. If this is the best he could do, yeah. And eh, not going to go far. We should also point out that this has been a large complaint about Huckabee. This is not something that he's taking him off guard here. This is something that has been kind of the main thing people have been talking about since he decided to get back into the race, which is here's a guy who's flying on private jets all over the place, has a $3 million mansion on the water, trying to be the everyman and be Mr. Blue Collar Guy. Uh, and the way he got that money, besides the Fox show, seems to be from these supplements that cure diabetes. Though I'm sure there was a disclaimer that ran every single hour they went on in the infomercial that said this is not FDA approved, it is not, diagno it is not designed to diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease, which they say all the time in those ads. Was he actually on the infomercial? I think so. He was like the guy. I don't think I ever saw that. Did oh, really? You? We should find that. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's find drag that, that one can. out. Uh, can we do that, Andrew? Let's let's pull that maybe for either tomorrow or next week. Be worth seeing. Take some uh, some really good clips from that. I would be interested to see what what he what the claims are. Yeah. You know, we've we've all seen uh, 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 you know commercials for things like this. But like, what's the answer? If you go and you go in and endorse a product like this, look, you know what? So what if you don't agree with the medical establishment on a particular issue? Mm -hmm. It's but you you better freaking believe it yourself. Yeah. If you're gonna go do ads for it, you better say, okay, look. I, you know, look, I understand that this is, uh, you know, not the normal way people treat this particular disease, but this is what I believe. And it worked for me. It worked for me. I have, I've had good benefits on it. You, I think you will, too. Why not give it a try? And when someone says later, hey, uh, you put on, you're using shady uh, diabetes cures and you're doing commercials for them, what do you say? You say, well, you know what? I, I appreciate that you think they're shady. I don't. It worked for me. I know a lot of people it worked for. And, like, while you might not agree with the particular uh, prescription, I thought it was great. That's not that hard. That's not that hard. If you if, hard. you shouldn't do the commercials if you don't believe in it to that level. Yeah. Um, it's okay to have opinions that are different than, uh, you know, what doctors say. I mean, a lot of people go out and do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know it's a, whether it's a good idea or not, it's, it's up to you. You're a person. You're an individual. You get to make up your own mind on it. Yeah. Let's see his answer, though. That's... He didn't give the stew answer no. you just heard. He gave this one. Uh, here's the question and answer. Again. Governor, let me ask you, Ron Fournier of uh, National <laughs> Journal, who will be on this broadcast <laughs> later today, writes that while you uh, are talking as a populist, a blue-collar uh, populist, uh, you have lent your name uh, for money to questionable products. And he points out that an infomercial you made for a diabetes cure is simply not supported by the medical community. How about, what about that? What about, what about that? Well, there's going to be a lot of criticism thrown my Horrible. way. Uh, one of the things that I have said is that... One of the uh, things I have said, that's an Obama answer. The particular 
plan you're talking about is about the healthy eating, mm -hmm. uh, watching the kind of foods one takes in. Right. And, you know, I, I don't have to defend everything that I've ever done. I'm not doing those uh, uh, do. infomercials, obviously, now as a candidate for president. Mm -hmm. Why is it obvious? Uh, but if that's the worst thing somebody can say to me is that I advocated for people who have diabetes about you. Uh, to do much. something to reverse mm -hmm. it and stop the incredible mm -hmm. pain of that, yeah. then I'm going to be a heck of a good president. Yeah, well, you're not. Yeah, but, First but of all, that's, 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 not the, the that's not the point. That's not the accusation. That's not what he said you said. That's you missed the whole point of it, but that's an assorted pack. You ever get like one of those? Uh, you, you go to like um, we buy these like uh, those little Annie's little bunny crackers for the kids, and they come in like honey and chocolate and several different flavors. There's a variety pack of them. That's what his that's answer. A, was. That's what his answer was. There's a variety right, pack right. of answers. It was well. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be criticized a lot. And none of them were what you thought you bought, though. No, none, <laughs> none of them. You no. thought you bought chocolate. There's strawberry, vanilla, yeah. raspberry, and blueberry. Right. I mean, look, well, he goes, he goes first to... that's not what to, I wanted. Right. His first <laughs> answer is, uh, well, look, uh, you know, a lot of a people lot of are going to criticize said me. about me. Okay. Obviously, that's true about every candidate, and it mm -hmm. means nothing. Then it's, uh, well, look, you know, I, uh, I, I, don't have to, uh, I don't have to defend everything I've ever done in my life. Well, no, first of all, yes, you do as a candidate. Mm -hmm. That is, we're buying a package of a person who's had a life yeah. experience. Of and, course, you have to be able to defend the things you've done in your life, even if that means, look, you know, what I, I thought this was a good idea and you know uh, over time I realized it wasn't and so I stopped doing the commercials or whatever even if yeah, that's whatever. your excuse at least that's you've learned from life experience I mean Mitt Romney had to defend a haircut he a gave haircut. a kid back in 1933 or whatever it was but <laughs> <What? laughs> he was 18 years old yeah uh, then he goes to uh, well uh, look if 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 standing up for people for diabetes is the worst <laughs> thing that anyone's going to say not, about me what? that's not what they're saying no. what they're saying is and look and I, I don't know anything about you the and your a crappy but uh, right, like I don't know it could product. be a good product I have no idea but the bottom line is what what they're accusing you of is not standing up for people with diabetes <laughs> no. it's telling people with diabetes that they can cure something that won't actually help them it's actually putting them in a worse position now I don't know if that's true or not. I don't even know the name of the product but the bottom line is you need to yeah you need to be a person who says you know what I think it does work for me it does it, it, you know yeah. you need to be able to defend this well he, he should have answered just with his pitch on the ad for the for the kit yeah, what is it? I mean, the kit. The kit talks about. Uh, uh, let's see, he lost 110 pounds. He was diagnosed. The doctor gave him 10 years to live in 2004. He was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Okay. And that's, you know, then he got this information from Diabetes Solution Kit. Oh wow. Okay, so that's what he promoted. Yeah. So but, uh, uh, I don't know how you say this is not intended to uh, c prevent, cure, or diagnose any disease when it's called diabetes solutions. Yeah, <laughs> doctor approved. That's hard. Uh, but but what he's doing is is like if I took this piece of paper and I said, look, uh, if you lick this piece of paper and then you eat it, uh, you will get rid of your restless leg syndrome and you won't have it anymore mm. uh, again. And then when I was criticized for that, well, Pat Gray said that I could lick and eat this piece of paper, mm -hmm. and it would get rid of my restless leg syndrome. Right. But it didn't. So why? So did you... what, what do you have to say about that? Why did you endorse that piece of paper, right. Pat? Well, look, if uh, standing up for people with restless leg syndrome and trying to help them find solutions for it is mm. the worst thing I've ever done, <laughs> well, you're going to be a great president. <laughs> Come yeah. on. I know. That's just pathetic. Because he, cause he does pathetic. that. He goes, look, the plan was about uh, watching what foods you ingest. Well, I mean, you know, eating rat poison is about watching which foods you ingest. doesn't mean it's a good program. I mean, <laughs> the point is.
<laughs> the point here is that does this actually have any support? Uh, does it any, have any truth to it? It may. I don't know. Yeah, look, I don't know. look, I'm not an alternative not medicine enough. guy, really, but a lot of people are. And so what? Mm -hmm. You're allowed to be. You're allowed to be the person who says, I think, uh, you know, uh, oregano is going to solve all my health problems. You're allowed to be that guy. And people are allowed to choose to go down your road of that solution. But if you're going to do it, you better be prepared to come out here and say, this is why I think it's good. Yeah, that's a really, really he see, bad. He seems to be almost denouncing answer. the product. Yeah. I know. I mean, it's like, oh, well, I, look, I did a lot of shady crap. I'm not going to sit here and defend it. <laughs> Elect me. But if that's the shadiest crap I've ever done, I'm going to be a pretty great president. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Wait, if the shadiest crap you've ever done is make people with diabetes have a worse life, that is not something we're going to overlook. Now, if you, if you believe it made gave them a better life, great. Come out here and talk about it. Argue for it. Say, look, the doctor who backs this has X, Y, and Z credential. I mean, that, it doesn't mean that you're right, but at least you have a defense for it. He's just saying, like, look, you shouldn't ask me about it. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's essentially what he said. Come on. You can't ask come me about on. that. Right? You know? <laughs> yeah, we can. And how long ago was it? Like 2005, six. No. Uh, Eight, it was ten? like this year. Yeah, yeah. What? what? Oh, yeah. This was his job what? in between. Yeah. Oh, you got to be. This was after the last he left run. Fox? Yeah. I, yeah, I think it has been. I, I know it was, it was February. He did the radio. Recent? February, he did the radio campaign. Oh, my gosh. He's got no excuse for this then. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why you got to defend it. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't have to defend everything I've ever done. I may not he, run for president again, and I may not get to be governor again, but I definitely won't be a wow. victim of diabetes again. There's a simple, simple reason for that. I definitely wow. will not be. I mean, look, again, like, I, I'm not saying you, you can't, can't defend what you did this year. <laughs> of course you have to defend that. Of course that. you, of course you it's have. It's like to. if it was the 70s. That's crazy. All right. 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 But again, even in that circumstance, even if it was Jeez. the 1970s, you need to say, look, you know, at the time I thought it was really supported. Yeah. And, you know, I was Plus wrong. I was broke I mean, and I was just trying to make some extra money. Mike so Huckabee right. also <laughs> advocated for. <laughs> yeah, a family exactly, yeah, something. Right. Mike Huckabee also advocated for uh, quarantining AIDS victims. Now, he did this in the early 90s, when, when uh, late 80s, early 90s, when he probably should have known better, but at least mm -hmm. it was a long time ago. And you might say, all right, well, I mean, he was totally wrong, but at least it was a long time ago. This is this year. Did he actually advocate that? Oh, uh, yeah. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't know that stance. That's amazing. Well, it was, look, it was, uh, it was somewhat early on in the AIDS scare. Although uh, not, that was I think not it was, so early that you didn't I know was, that you didn't need to. Can we look it up? Let's, let's make sure I'm getting it right. Oh, I don't want to. Come on. I, I, I was gonna, 90s? When yeah, I say something and Pat some... doesn't know it, I get nervous that I said it wrong. So let's look there it up. Was... We'll, get, we'll get the quote. But he, uh, if I remember right, he wrote an op-ed talking about how uh, AIDS <laughs> victims in the 90s, need to be quarantined. That's bad. I think it was like 1990. That's bad. You know what? Come on. We found out about AIDS. If it's 1983 and you're like, okay, we, we need to, I, I, we didn't know enough right, about We it. didn't know anything about By it. By 1990, it could have been late 80s. It could have been late 80s. But the, 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 the you know, look, the, the bottom line is if I'm wrong on, on this, you can't ask me about it. I'm not going to defend 92. everything I've ever said. Nin 92. <laughs> That's a good point, Stuart. 92? 92 is even worse. Repu and this was when he was running okay. for president, uh, Republican presidential hopeful Mike Huckabee. So this article is. No, from that was from 2008 when that article, because when that story yeah, came back out, yeah, yeah. it was 2007, 2008. Yeah. 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 2007, uh, calling uh, for uh, isolation of AIDS patients. In what year? 92. 92. 92? Shut, Shut up. That's pretty late. Okay, that's pretty that's, late in the game. I don't that's know. That's pretty late in the game.
But again, uh, you know. That's hard to defend. But th it, I think his defense at the time in 2008 was that was a long time ago, which at least it is. If it's not, yes. like 16 years is better than 16 days ago. Yeah. 16 days ago I was advocating for this product, but you can't ask me about it now. <laughs> I mean, come on. This guy sucks. Let's be he honest really about it. This guy does. sucks. He and I know a awful. lot of, there are people, I, I read a story today about Rick Santorum, I think it's in Politico, um, talking about how Santorum is having a real tough time getting uh, traction mm -hmm. in Iowa and, and you know, a lot of his supporters have, have, have kind of abandoned him. And, you know, there's a lot of them, they were talking about leaving uh, Santorum and going to Huckabee. Now, look, Santorum, you know, like we really, obviously, there's a lot of candidates out there, and I can understand you going to somebody else uh, if you think they're better. Ted Cruz. But to, yeah, like maybe Ted Cruz Ted or Cruz. Scott Walker or Marco mm -hmm. Rubio, whoever, Cruz. whatever your choice is. Ted Cruz. I think we know who Pat says. Ted Cruz. What, whatever, whatever your choice is. The whatever. bottom line is Huckabee. If you liked Rick Santorum, right. you, you should not go be to, going to Mike Huckabee. No, you could, you could go to Ted Cruz, for instance. I mean, or stay with Rick. But don't yeah. go to Mike Huckabee. Or go to Ted Cruz. But, okay, or whatever. Think, let's go to but, break. You know, <laughs> Triple eight, seven whatever. twenty seven back. We'll be back in a but minute. It could with, be uh, Ted Cruz, right? But you, you wouldn't we go would. to Mike Huckabee. We would, you would not. It'd uh, be more like Ted Cruz or something. Back in a second with a uh, way know. to cure cancer with uh, vitamin R. <laughs> <laughs> vitamin R? Is there enough? Uh, we just found it. Is it's, that riboflavin? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Yes! Okay. With riboflavin. Okay. <laughs> Triple eight seven two seven. Back. You know who else sucks and maybe a presidential candidate soon is Chris Christie, and he's got some more uh, controversy that's brewing right now, and that's his expenditures on. And it sounds like a joke. Food. <laughs> <laughs> it's Why not does a it joke, sound though. like a joke? Well, because he's a big fat guy. <laughs> Yeah, okay. he's, uh, he's uh, overweight. overweight. Is what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, but he's been called out for for using taxpayer dollars to buy over three hundred thousand dollars worth of food, alcohol, and desserts for unofficial purposes during his time in office. With nearly a third of that money used for purchasing concessions at NFL games Those at MetLife Stadium. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh my concessions at MetLife. And, this, and he's up in, he's obviously not sitting down with the unwashed masses. He's up no, in he's the in suite. A, he's in a suite. So, I mean, those, when the, the, mm -hmm. the uh, dessert cart rolls by that door in the suite aisle. Well, what would you figure? Okay, let's just say you're there with your wife and your kids, and then you've got some friends there, and you've got oh, some yeah. people from your administration. You've probably got 30 people at the game with you in your Depending suite. Depending on the size right? of the suite, yeah. Somebody in some corporate suite has allowed you to use it. They're, they're having you as their guest. But then you've got to pay for the, for right. the food. And drink. And drink. Uh, and, and desserts, chips. obviously. And which, desserts. Uh, yeah. Which I don't know why we're separating desserts from food, because last I checked, desserts were food. And kind of fit into that category. The main kind of food on, you eat. Just because yeah. it's on a separate tray and it looks so nice as okay. it rolls by. And but blah. let's just say for you and your friends and everybody there, you get a hot dog. What does a hot dog cost at MetLife Stadium? Eight bucks, oh, probably? more than that. Ten? In the suite? More than that, In the suite, 12? Oh, 12 bucks those, for those a hot big, dog? Yeah, they're, they're pretty good size hot dogs. But and I mean, some of them are about hot yeah. dogs, buns, yep. uh, condiments, right. chicken wings, chips. Oh, if you start, you start drinks, all that stuff wings. is tacked on from If the you've suites. got like a buffet at a suite, it's you're probably doing $5,000, $10,000 for a, the game. As a, an official NFL elitist, 
I could tell you that in the suites, usually it is a buffet situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Usually. And usually yeah. they have the dessert cart, which is Jeffy's part, favorite part of the day. Thank you. Where they kind of roll a cart up and it's just oh, got all these oh, unbelievable desserts. That. You're just like, oh, I haven't experienced it that many times, but when I have, it's... <laughs> It's sweet. It's pretty, yeah, it, I have not it makes it many times. Life. It's hard. I, look, it's it, I mean, forget awesome. the game. I don't even care what's happening. At out that point, you don't care. You don't care. Yeah. The food's here. So, and I'm, I'm, first of all, where's the buffet? We've mentioned buffet, and I don't see a buffet. Second of all, uh, this is another constitutional violation mm-hmm. of this program. Um, second of all, I, mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't like Chris Christie as a politician. I think his policies are poor. Uh, I think he's, uh, you know, is he okay for governor of New Jersey? I would say pretty much yes. I mean, I, he's probably the best governor of New Jersey you're ever going to get. Mm. Uh, but as a presidential candidate, he's a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously the number one reason for that is his fandom of the Dallas Cowboys, which <laughs> makes him, to me, completely unelectable. It's also um, stupid. It's also stupid. Yeah. I, mean, I, I get that it's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. it's probably sincere because it's a brave stance to take. It when, is, actually. All of your constituents are either Jets fans, Giants fans, or Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yeah, and yeah. if you don't, if you don't, I mean, if you're not from them. the East Coast, the, you know, the, the Philadelphia the Eagles stadium is in his is, state. Yeah, you have the stadiums for the Giants and the Jets are in the state of New Jersey, and the Eagles uh-huh. stadium is on the river that borders New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, so all of South Jersey are Eagles fans, all of Northern and Mid- Central Jersey are g- typically Giants or Jets fans. So you have, uh, you know. And he comes out there rooting for the Cowboys, uh, a team that is in the same division of two of those three teams. Um, so part of me thinks, I mean, like that's I, I give him credit because yeah, it's he's honest, sticking with his team throughout this. But then again, like I wouldn't give a Nazi credit for sticking with Hitler. Uh, right. That's right. not you know, it's not something and to be admired. It's not quite that you know. It's, it's close. <laughs> it's close <laughs> when it comes to the Cowboys. I know it is. I know it is. <laughs> As an Eagles fan, it's close. To, to Jets, Giants, and Eagles fans. Oh my gosh, it, it, it's it's almost. That bad, yeah. if not that bad. To yeah, a lot. at least to the Giants and Eagles. I mean, the Jets, to some level, maybe they don't care as much. It's a different conference, but I mean, the the biggest rivalries that the both the Eagle, you could obviously make an uh, argument and throw the Redskins in some of these uh, equations, but I mean, pretty much Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys. Those are some of the biggest rivalries you have in in, in all of football. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, I just it's an amazing stance. But uh, it's one thing to take a stance as a um, a fan of a team that no one. Should be a fan of. It's another to take a stance of spending hundreds of thousands of dollars of to stuff money. food down your gullet in a yeah. luxury box. Yeah. That's not a good idea. When you're a fat douchebag. So it, it probably enough. doesn't help. And it's somebody else's money. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's true. That, like, you know, do that with your own money. Do yeah. that with your own money. And, you know, is he going to run for president? Well, he's out there today in New Hampshire making a big uh, wow. policy speech. Oh, is he really? Uh, yeah. Uh, this no, is, wow. he's, he would, he's got a five point plan on how to help the economy. This is uh, from Yahoo News, their account of it. Um, uh, anytime the, a governor has a, a five-point five plan, plan. Yeah, it's you know clear. he's running. Uh, he says the uh, policies of Barack Obama and the Federal Reserve have widened the gulf between rich and poor. Christie, mm. who's governor of New Jersey, said Obama had failed to curb spending and that his regu- regulatory policies had led to stagnant growth. growth. Uh, as for the U.S. Central Bank, he said that while middle-class families struggled, the Fed had boosted stock prices, which benefited people who were already wealthy. Bottom line, the Fed's easy money policies and the president's anti-growth policies have made the rich even richer and made our middle class work longer and harder for less pay and promise of the future. Does it sound like a Republican to anybody? It sounds like a Democrat to me. The rich getting richer, you're whining about the rich getting richer. That's your mm-hmm. argument. Yeah. Um, he also went on to, I guess, talk about... Uh, let's see if I can get the, um, uh, there's one more detail I found mildly interesting from, 
uh, from him. Let's see. If now while you're, past while it. you're looking for that, I'll mm -hmm. remind you that a month ago he unveiled his 12-point plan for Social Security and medical aid. <laughs> wow. Only the 12 points. He's going to have like 16,000 points. He's going to have like more points than Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Uh, coming in. Here is uh, uh, Governor, this is from Jake Tapper in New Hampshire, Governor Christie calls for corporate t tax rate to go down to 25%, a repatriation tax of 8.75% for profits earned overseas in the last two decades. So he's trying Ooh. to convince people to come back in, which is interesting to do with a new tax, mm. uh, which I, I mean, maybe it's lower than it was, and, and I know that it is, but still, if you put money overseas for a reason to avoid taxes, I don't think you want to repatriate that money and pay another new tax. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but uh, so there you go. I don't know. Chris Christie, I mean, I think there will be moments of Christie that you, if he runs for president, you will actually like, and we will like. I mean, because mm -hmm. he does make strong arguments for things. He doesn't really mm -hmm. care. Um, he seems to come out and just, you know, blurt out his opinions. Though a lot of times I think that's really good. It's just his, unfortunately for him, his policies are not conservative. He is not a conservative. He is the most liberal in the field, according to 538. Uh, when they've done the measurements on it. More liberal than Jeb Bush, more liberal than Mike Huckabee, more liberal than any of the guys we complain about. Shoot. Christie is the guy the furthest on the left, more liberal than really any candidate that has run as a Republican uh, going back several decades. Um, so Christie is, I mean, he's from New Jersey. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, it's what you'd expect. And honestly, in New Jersey, I think he's a pretty good governor. I think he's, done, you know, with the exception of, I don't know, blocking streets for people he doesn't like and, and, and things like that, which, again, I, as I, com I completely believe he knew about. Sure. Um, but, I do you know, too. You know he, 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 in his own commission, he found himself not guilty. Uh, um, <laughs> amazingly. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, I, I, you know, but still, other than that, I mean, he's a pretty good governor of New Jersey. He, he, he kept it under control a little bit. It hasn't been a complete disaster, but that doesn't make you a good president. No. And there's the cowboy fan thing. And that, that obviously disqualifies That, too. Mm -hmm. uh, more patents, too, on the way. He did like hugs, though. Oh, he does, like, does hugs. like hugs. And he gives yeah. hugs so that you, you remember uh, him. And then, yeah. Ooh, I just forgot about that. Come on. Well, like, that doesn't uh, seem like you. Let alone touching. That seems like yeah. a dangerous. Oof, you don't know where that's been. Uh, I do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but nobody else wants to. So... You might know that, like Jeffy, a lot of uh, videos go viral mm. uh, and they get passed around from person to person. A lot of them unwilling participants, in, in Jeffy's case at least. They don't even know that 12 generations ago someone was with Jeffy and now they have whatever he had. And that's sad. But with videos, it's, it's actually pretty positive. Mm -hmm. And we find a new example of it <laughs> with this Thai phone company. And when I said Thai, you probably thought I was going a different direction. But no, it's a phone company who did an ad about World War II that's getting a lot of attention online. Watch. Do you still remember? Old woman says no. Oh, no. Wow. Cheers. And uh, there's a photo now pushed in front of her. His name is Gordon. He's my father. Uh huh. And oh, oh boy, now he was a soldier. Why he was a prisoner of war? Ooh, uh, it was hell. Ooh, getting killed. 
He didn't believe there was goodness in the world anymore. And when the war ended, <coughs> he changed. He didn't have a cell phone. Mm -hmm. His faith returned. Mm. He dedicated his life to help other people. Two red ones? Oh, where did he get all that cash? No doubt. Let's not, can we not ruin this? <laughs> can we not pick apart? This is a nice commercial. Bag of cash like oh, we don't, like I don't even know what cash. kind of commercial it is yet. I know. Well, Where'd that's how about money? so waiting to see the <laughs> rest of it. Twenty-five thousand dollars. Did look like uh, he wrote a check for twenty-five grand. And Where then they show him taking money out of a plastic bag, like right? drug money. Right. Come on. How would you know it's like drug money? How would you? That's know? how you get your money. How would you know that? I, is because what, that's the way. You, what happens? In, okay. So far, this that? is pretty pretty well done, and I think really cool. And you yeah, guys are ruining cool. it. All right. Well, we won't ruin it. Here's here's more. Here's, here's more on the Thai phone. Company. On the day he died, he asked me to come and find the person who changed him. What did you say to him? It wasn't me. Get out. Well, the woman takes her hand. Oh. 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 She was much younger then. It was, it was another girl that helped. I walked away. Shut up. <laughs> Let him die in the desert. Oh, no. This is it, what Chris Christie on the handles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Can we turn Jeffy's microphone? This is what I ask. Mm -hmm. Can you turn Jeffy's microphone off for just another minute? Now, look, I think, honestly, the policy should be it's always off. Mm -hmm. But can we do it for just a minute? I promise. Yes. Okay, we, the, I here, promise. Here's the last section with no Jeffy. No Jeffy interlude. Get it. I don't get it. What was that for? So she touched his hand and. Yeah, so he was, he was so, compassionate to someone in need. Okay, and, right. And she didn't say anything, but she touched his hand. And that gave him the will to, to live. live. He yeah, and he water. So then he started collecting aid for people in Thailand or whatever, yeah. I guess, and gave it to them. And how does that tie in with the phone company again? 
Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly. I don't either. I don't get That's it. It's not the point, though. I think it's a nice story. And it's a nice story. It's certainly very well done. Yeah. Okay. That's good. It's good. It wasn't nice at all the way they treated an American. No, they beat him. And then he came back. They yeah, and she they defended him. They beat him down him. so much he came back and helped them more. She helped the person in need, yeah. and then she was beaten for it. There's a lot of violence in their phone commercials, I will say that. A lot of violence. A lot of, a lot of yeah. I mean, I'd rather, yeah. you know, it seems like it would be better just to feature a, a new phone. app. Maybe. Right. You know. Hey, look at this phone. See what it does? Uh, <laughs> but they're talking about the, how important communication is. It goes beyond phone calls. Okay, right, right, right. Oh. So don't even, you don't even need our phone. You just need to touch people. <laughs> Is that the message? Wait a minute. Wait a no, minute. I don't. Wait, what? No, Jeffy, it's not that kind of touching. <laughs> I forget it. All right, well, you've, you've, you've com completely, completely ruined, ruined it. it. I apologize. You've completely ruined it. Both uh, of you have all completely right. ruined this nice moment. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It is, uh, it's Patton Stew. And um, I, I don't really want to put my name on this particular segment. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, this one just be Pat. This one's just Pat. Really? Right. <laughs> All right. Just because of a stupid die World War II commercial? Uh-huh. It's never Jeffy. You do realize it never winds up being Jeffy. No. Even when it's just you and me, it's still Pat and it's Fat. It's still just Pat and Fat. Or, <laughs> or, or Fat and Stew. Pat and Stew. It's one of the two. <laughs> the only thing that ever has your name on it is that thing you do on the weekends. Which how's that uh, going, by the way? Which on Saturday yeah. mornings at like 4 a.m. We put you on for 18 minutes. <laughs> I appreciate you, it. You do Thank a Blaze you. Radio yeah, show, no. which, uh, you know, how's that going for you? Fine. Thank you. Is it? You enjoying that? Mm. Fine. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I tell you, I never miss it, except for all of the weeks. <laughs> that it's That's not very many, right? No, no I mean, well, I mean, uh, many weeks uh, I've known it's on, mm -hmm. so... I mean, you can download it later. Yeah, no, I know. You know, you know what? You know what? Internet. You know. <laughs> that's, uh, what does that mean? You know what? Internet. I, I'm not sure I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Internet. Internet. I'm not sure I get that. I, know, no, I don't know it's, what. I don't get it either. It's unbelievable. <laughs> internet. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Damn internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's just the, the internet? All right. I mean, that happens. What are you going to do? Internet. It does happen. Internet. So, what, what more need be said? For my money, nothing. Mm. Nothing. Except that the Obama administration has apologized to the UN uh, for American cops. Uh, the Obama administration apologized the other day to the UN Human Rights Council for American law enforcement personnel whom it described as, quote, willfully using excessive force at times with racist motivation. In its defensive handling of, the, uh, of its handling of the issue, the administration touts prosecuting over 400 law enforcement officials and committing itself to take down those found guilty in the future. The AP reports that the human, UN Human Rights Council, which includes, that pisses me off so much, includes dozens of countries with deplorable human rights records. China, uh, North Korea, Syria, among others, Iran. Uh, they voiced widespread concern about unjust practices by American police. The Obama administration responded by vowing to rededicate itself to ensuring that our civil rights laws live up to their promise and touting its punishment of out-of-control personnel. Really, I really... Some people have said that God. this guy is the worst president ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I'm starting to agree with them. Yeah. Beyond starting. 
He's made a good yeah. case against himself, I will tell you that. Oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. You know, I mean, a lot of people said, wait a minute, he could be a really good transformative president, the first post-racial president. Yeah. The president's going to heal our international wounds. This kind of seems to preclude that? Yeah, and he didn't need to get to that level for me, honestly. He no. just needed to not really screw things up. Unfortunately, that's what he's done. I mean, when you go to the U.N. and you apologize for American police officers, when you've got other countries who are so unbelievably abhorrent, and our, our police officers, the vast, vast my, 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 my majority of them are just good, decent, honest people trying to serve and protect. The tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of police officers who do anything uh, illegal or racist or uh, violate civil rights. I, I mean, it, it, it's certainly not worth mentioning to the and certainly not worth apologizing to the U.N. over you go to the UN and say, "Screw you, get off our get off our continent for one thing." Okay, get out. We're going to keep our five hundred million dollars a year, or whatever we pay you, uh, in unbelievably stupid dollars uh, for you to exist. And we're about the only country who pays the dues, and we pay the freight for the entire world. Plus, we house you. You know what? Get out. Uh, that's what we should be doing instead of apologizing. I've been a long-time advocate of a, a giant saw that would come in and saw out the land around mm -hmm. the United Nations and then just kind of push it Set to it sea. adrift. Just yeah, I like that. Push it to sea. I like that. Uh, see what happens. If it, it sinks, it sinks. And that's, uh, that would be sad. <laughs> happens. That would be sad, but you know I mean, what? You could, you could uh, potentially evacuate the building first and then set it adrift. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, uh, I guess you could do that. Yeah. But the interesting thing is it may Although float. think of the traffic problem you'd create in New York. Yeah, it's true. That. It would be bad. So maybe uh, you just And it could, it could float. Uh, who knows? Uh, who knows? You know what? It might float all the way to Africa or Europe or who knows where the current would take it. Mm -hmm. I just know it wouldn't be here. Right. Uh, and that's what I advocate strongly. <laughs> it, it really is a ridiculous <laughs> thing that we, we get nothing out of these it. people anymore. It's a ridiculous organization. It does nothing good for anyone anymore. No. Um, there may have been its, it it may have had its time, maybe, uh, but now, no, yeah. no. It's, especially when we're footing the bill for the entire thing, forget it. Can't take it's it. Ridiculous. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to it coming up. Footing the bill for an organization that lets China or Russia veto anything we want to do by yeah. themselves. Yeah. No. 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 It's great to see you today. It's Pat and Stu. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also great to see Sam on the phone. And uh, so well, let's, uh, let's talk to him now. Hey, Sam, in Florida, you're on the Pat and Stu uh, extravaganza. Hey, hey, what's, what's up, guys? How's it going today? Good. good. How are you? Doing good. Listen, I was just want to tell you guys, you know, I'm a big fan of the Douche Hall of Fame. Uh -huh. uh, I absolutely love it. And I wanted to tell you a brief story. When I was a sophomore in high school, I got arrested for starting a Douche Hall of Fame on MySpace. <laughs> you got I, arrested? I got arrested, let me tell you. So I, I, there was this one kid, he's a bully, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, this guy's a douchebag, so I'm going to go to MySpace, I'm going to create a douchebag Hall of Fame fan page. <laughs> so I go and make it, and this dude was a huge douchebag. His last name was Golden. 
if that tells you anything. That's okay. a douchey name anyway. Yeah, it's douchey. But, um, so I set it up, and I got like 500 likes <laughs> in like two days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, in, I'm at football practice. I'm in the locker room, and a U.S. marshal comes in with like two other police, and he's like, they take me down, put me in handcuffs. I'm like, what did I do, man? What did I do? And I get in the office, and this marshal's questioning me. He's like, He's like, you want to tell us about inciting violence with some sort of a douche thing? <laughs> like, what? I was like a like, cyberbullying hey, claim well, I, type of thing? I, 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 wow. I was like, I don't think you could kill someone with a douche. I don't know. And he's like, <laughs> like no, you, you started to sing, and all these kids are on it. And see, these other kids started saying how much they hated him and wanted to kill him and all this stuff. Mm. And so Mm. he's like, yeah, you're inciting violence. You know, we think there's going to be like a shooting because of you and all all this. And I was like, wow. And he was like, you know what, son? He was like probably 70. He's like, I don't even know what a douchebag is. (laughs) What is that? And I was like, well, sir. um, I I don't know if we need to get into the full description. Um, (laughs) I I, I explained it to him. And then Uh he's like, uh, he's like, well. You're definitely going to jail, and you're definitely getting suspended. Fortunately, I didn't go to jail, but I did get suspended for a week, and what? my family wow. will forever remember wow. the original douche hall of fame. And how long ago was that, Sam? How long ago was that? Oh, that was seven, seven years ago. Wow, jeez. Seven, eight years so, ago. So that probably would pre- uh, predates ours, right? Mm-hmm. That's that predates true. ours. Uh, right. If you can prove it. Uh, interesting. And I do think you should make an exception for Michelle Obama. Wow, that's uh, there seems to be a lot. Of, a lot of, there's a very lot of little uh, dissent on that particular no, that's point. True. Uh, thank you for your call, Thanks, Sam. Sam. Very interesting story. Yep. Uh, it's, it's amazing good you could be arrested for having a douche hall of fame on Facebook or MySpace. I, what? Yeah, what are you I mean, talking about. I, I, I don't. I know guess how... if other people are threatening them, but don't you go talk to the other people? No, Pat. In this society, you're not allowed to be held responsible for your individual actions. It's better to. Uh-huh. Blame the collective, okay. apparently. Oh, okay. uh, uh, that's interesting. interesting. But, I mean, I think getting arrested for something as important as the Douche Hall of Fame is uh, there's a long historical precedent for something like that. I mean, going back to Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. That is actually one of the reasons he was initially... Um, I didn't realize Gandhi had started the Douche Hall of Fame. Well, he, he didn't call it the Douche Hall of Fame at the time. Oh. Um, but uh, it's essentially what he was doing was calling the other side a bunch of douches. I didn't uh, realize that. Oh either. yeah, and uh, that's why he's like, "I'm not even going to eat." You guys are so douchey. Wow. And then he was arrested for it, um, and huh. put in prison for quite a long time, uh, Pat. Mm. And uh, it was an important stance uh, to take at that time. Learn and your history. I one guess, of the precursors the... of the douche hall of fame. Yeah. Learn your history, mm-hmm. boys and girls. I think that's the, the, the way, bottom line it's, here. Uh, that, that message brought to you by Common Core. <laughs> Okay, good. We need to insert that. I like that. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It is Pat and Stu. Uh, apparently, the uh, new study out says the cost of U.S. regulations is about the same size as the Russian and Indian economies, but I mean, way back in time, two thousand fourteen. Oh so, my gosh! So I mean, you got to go back a long way. I mean, it's not the Russian and Indian economies today. It's clear back last year. And that's the cost of U.S. regulations. Jeez. Uh, The Competitive Enterprise Institute estimated that if U.S. regulations were a country, they would have been the 10th largest country in the world that year in 2014. Amazing. CEI also noted that federal agencies issued 16 regulations for every law passed. 
in 2014. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because they did have the numbers on this particular. I read the story this morning. Um, I think it was 200. They passed 224 <coughs> laws and then 16 times that for regulations. Um, but uh, we are told constantly this was a do-nothing Congress. They couldn't get anything done. Should there ever be a year, I mean this honestly, should there ever be a year under any circumstances where the Congress passes 224 laws? Like um, 10? Yeah. Maybe 10 should be a prolific year for Congress. Could we work on making them quality instead of quantity yes. laws? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't see if, I, I don't really see the need for like 500 or 1,000 laws a year. Let's find out some particular needs and fill them. With right. laws. But, I mean, the law should not be changing that much. No, it shouldn't. I heard some stat this morning, and it was on some shady commercial, so I don't know what the, I don't know if it's actually 100% accurate, but it's probably close to this. Which is something like a third of businesses pay penalties because of payroll tax. If a third, a third of businesses are out there uh, and they can't comply with this tax law, doesn't that show you the law is unfair? Yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't like if, if a third of people were mistakenly murdering people, there'd probably be an issue we need to discuss with that law uh, from the fact of maybe we're not prosecuting it right. Or maybe it's so complicated that we've included eating salads with murder. There's something going on there where people are breaking the law far too often. I see what you're doing uh, with your anti-government stance, <laughs> with your hatred of any sort of government and any sort of. Uh, any sort of organization that kind of keeps society together. I, I see what you're doing, That's Mr. Not what I was anarchist. Doing at all. Mr. Anarchist. Mm. <laughs> Just, uh, I'm going to start calling you Ann uh, for short, for anarchist. Anarchist. Just because you're an anarchist. A pretty strong ending to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. I have more, but there just wasn't time. Aww. Oh, dang it.